Ladies and gentlemen, your very own Michigan State Spartans. Goal scored by Fatai Alashe, Ryan Keener, and the cast. Let's hear it for your MSU Spartans, Rachel Van Poplen. Goal scored by Mary Catherine Fiebernitz. Few national team players here on the Seattle Sounders, Clint Dempsey, Eddie Johnson. All right, welcome to Corner Kick. I am Brooks Lambier. Uh, Kevin Cope, former Michigan State defender, was drafted in the second round, 25th overall, to the Philadelphia Union in the 2014 MLS draft. We have him on the phone to talk about his achievement. We also have former Michigan State defender and current Portland Timbers defender, Rashawn McKenzie, on the phone to talk about Kevin's achievement. And we also have MSU men's soccer assistant coach, Ben Pierman, in the studio to talk about Kevin's achievement as well. So, Kevin, first thing, uh, so... After your name, you know, when you woke up this morning, what was uh, life like this morning after, you know, the events of yesterday? <laughs> well, you know, yesterday was obviously very crazy and chaotic. Um, and this morning started off the same way, uh, but definitely in a good way. You know, I've enjoyed every minute of this. And, and yesterday and last night definitely carried over to today and just, you know, my excitement level and just, uh, I'm, I'm just, bouncing because I'm so excited you know it's, it's a perfect fit and a perfect opportunity for me and and I couldn't be happier and Ben when you were watching it uh you know what was your reaction well I think first and foremost uh you know as a staff we were just proud of Kevin knowing what he's been through with some injuries and the amount of time and effort he puts in with his work ethic it's more just proud for him I think uh when his name got called there at 25 it, and I think a lot of people just say like that's a perfect fit for him. So, you know, I think like like Kevin knows this is probably uh, a big day for him and a big achievement, but it's only half the work. I think he he's that cornerstone defender and he's he's uh he knows exactly what it takes to to make it at the next level and you know, we expect nothing less from him. And Kev, when uh can you just go go through the uh, moments yesterday leading up to, you know, before your name was called, you know, what what was what were the emotions, you know, what was it like? Uh, you know, waiting for your name to be called? Well, you know, the draft started at noon. And then with, uh, you know, there was a couple a couple trades uh, with draft picks and stuff like that and a couple timeouts called. So it just seemed to be really, really being prolonged. And uh, so I was doing a little antsy, sitting there waiting. Um, and then, you know, I was biting my fingernails. Only one of my nails was bleeding. And then, and then you know, I just, sitting with my parents and I heard from Michigan State University Kevin Cope and you know got two big hugs from my parents and you know a couple a couple fist pumps a couple screams and um and then I was pretty much on the phone the rest of the night it, it, it was a very very awesome day just from start to finish uh so even going you know before college and everything when, when did you realize that this MLS career was a possibility for you um you know, I mean, it's a, it's always been a dream. Obviously, you know, you 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 grow up playing whatever sport it is, and and your ultimate goal, you know, is to is to be a professional in that sport. And so, I think, you know, I just with, with that goal and with that dream, I kind of just stuck to it, you know, and and really was really determined and really put in a lot of effort, and it just kind of came about. You know, it's not even like I. One day I woke up and said, I'm going to be an MLS player. It just kind of, 
everything kind of came into place and I, and I was playing well. I was, you know, just really informed and, and people told me, Hey, you know, if you keep this up, it, it could happen. And that's, you know, I guess after freshman year, you know, when I won big 10 freshman year, that kind of reality sank in a little bit where I said to myself, you know, this, this dream, this goal really could be a reality. And we're here today talking about it. So, you know, hopefully I can, uh, you know, keep that determination and hard work and take it down to Philly with me for, for a good preseason. Um, I'm really excited and, and I know I got to earn everything I get there and, and that's what I'm going to do. Now, Ben, uh, you know, you played at Michigan state from 04 to 08 and how many players come into college soccer dreaming of this opportunity to play in the MLS just from your experience as a college player? Well, I think, you know, pretty much if, if you're playing in the Big Ten and specifically Michigan State University and you look at the track record we've had over the years, pretty much every kid that wants to play at Michigan State has the aspiration to play at the next level. So most kids are in that locker room and they talk about it and they want to get to the league and this, that, and the other. And I think, excuse me, you know, what separates a guy like Kevin Cope or Rashawn McKenzie from, from the rest of them are just the intangibles. You know, at that level, the Major League Soccer is without a doubt, one of the best soccer leagues in the world. And, you know, Kevin's the type of guy that has made it this far because of the intangibles, work ethic, leadership, you know, he takes care of himself, nutrition, all of that stuff. You know, that's what separates a guy like him apart from from the rest of the guys. Now, Kev, take us back last week to the combine. You know, you're getting there, you know, who you rooming with, how you feeling about, you know, before these games, you know, just kind of give us a little preview of it. Uh, Yeah, so... Going down, you know, I was just excited to get to Florida, get some warm weather because, you know, I, I boarded my plane and it was 10 below here in Michigan. And then when I landed in Florida, I think it was upper 70s. So, you know, that's almost a 90-degree swing. Um, so I was excited about that. Um, got to the Combine in Fort Lauderdale, and I was rooming with uh, Fabio Pereira from, from the University of Michigan. And, you know, we know each other, but we never really were friends. And uh, after the week we spent together, you know, I think I think it's safe to say that that we're going to be friends for a little while here. Um, you know, we got on very well, and, and I got along with all the guys down there, really. Um, so they divided us up, all of us, into four teams, and you play each team once. So three games total. Um, you, you stay with the whole team throughout the week. So, like I said, you know, I started forming some bonds with guys that I was playing with, um, playing center back with Kyle Venter from New Mexico who uh, went to LA Galaxy. So, you know, it, it's just cool to play with guys from, you know, all over the country. Like I said, New Mexico, Yukon, Michigan State, Michigan. So from all over the place, it's just a really, really cool atmosphere. Um, and and the, the other cool thing about it, too, is that everybody's there with the same dream, with the same goal, with the same aspirations. You know, we've put in the time and work to get to where we are. And, you know, we were fortunate enough. I think there was 60-something of us. And, you know, we were the fortunate ones to be able to get invited and go down there and showcase our talents one last time before the draft. Um, as far as my play goes, I was very, very, very happy with the way I performed. Um, you know, if I had to describe it, I was solid and consistent, which is basically my forte. You know, I, I'm not a flashy player. I might not do – I might not win games, but – I, I do my job and I do my job well. And I think, I think I did that, you know, in the three games that I played down there. So I'm very pleased with it. Obviously I'm going to Philadelphia. Um, 
But, you know, I think there was other coaches down there that saw me as well. So if something doesn't work out, you know, there's a lot there's a lot that goes on in the league these days. So so I'm just I'm, I'm very happy and very pleased with uh, my performance down there. In, uh, this is a question for both of you, uh, Ben and Kevin. Uh, you know, playing college soccer and obviously, you know, playing summer, you know, soccer in the summer with all the other college guys, you know, how many, like, lasting friendships do you make, you know, just within this sport and within the college sport of soccer? You can go first, Ben. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's unparalleled across any other sport or really any other level. You see Michigan State University soccer team really prides ourselves, <clears throat> excuse me, on on a family feel. So, you know, every all of my best friends are former Michigan State soccer players. And you know, Kevin Kevin will obviously speak for himself on that, but same thing with some of these summer leagues. It's a it's it's a little bit um almost like a honeymoon for for three or four months there. You get to train every day with a new group of guys, new coaching staff. You're doing new things, maybe vans instead of buses or whatever it is. So you draw tight bonds with these guys. And like Kevin said with his relationship with Fabio, you know, he's going to be he's going to be buddies with Fabio for a long time now because they shared a special special bond there for a week. So it is something that I think is special in this sport and I think truly at Michigan State University as well. Yeah. Kev? Yeah, I mean, Benny just hit it spot on. Um, you know, you start with the Michigan State family. You know, I have a very good relationship with all my teammates from when I was a freshman to this past year when I was a fifth-year senior. And I've had even a better relationship with the coaches, Damon, Kylie, Benny, Jeremy. You know, I, I get along with everybody, and those, and those friendships are, you know, forever, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm very thankful for those guys. Um, and then as far as summer goes, you know, it, it's just another opportunity to get out there and, and play with new guys, meet new guys. You know, you, you fall in love with Michigan State, which, you know, I did, and, and, I, and I enjoy playing with all these guys. But then you go and you play with other guys, and they have different tendencies, they have different attitudes. So it's it's just it's another thing where, you know, you got to adapt, you got to adjust, and that makes you a better player. And, and you want to do anything you can to make yourself a better player. So that's why these summer leagues are very beneficial. And then you walk out of those leagues, with new friends for life, you know, and, and even, you know, I, I played with the Michigan Bucks and, and I played with um, Adam Grinwis from Michigan and I played with him growing up. So it, it's a little bit of a reunion. It's a little bit of, you know, meeting new guys and it, it, it's just fun. It's, it's very fun. And then guys that love the game are the ones that play in the summer, which is why, you know, you're going to get a group of dedicated guys. And that's why, and that's why I did it every summer because I knew, I knew what to expect, and I knew that it would make me a better person and a better player. Going back, you know, with you and playing on the Michigan Wolves, you know, you played with Josh Gatt, Suni Saad, uh, Sean Cunningham, you didn't play with, but he also was a member of the Wolves. Did you ever think that you, Gatt, and Saad, would, all three of you would make it to the uh, professional soccer ranks? Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, you asked that question, when did you know that, you know, you, that it was a possibility? And I think we always played together and we were just, we were a good team and we, we didn't have egos and it was, you know, we had fun. We, we had a lot of fun and that's why we, that's why our team was so good. So I think looking back at it, you know, you could pick a couple out from the team and maybe you'd pick us three. Maybe you'd throw in a couple other names here and there too. But, you know, I think we just, that started. Um, well, that that kept the dream going and kind of turned it into a reality, like we've been talking about. So I think you know I'm very happy for Suni and for Josh. They took 
an alternative route to get to where they are now. Um, a little bit different than what the route that I've taken, but you know, I wouldn't change the route I take taken at all. I, it, it's made me a much better person and, and I've matured and I've grown and, and I think it has very well prepared me for this next step that I'm about to take. So, you know, I look back at the Michigan Wolves and, and it was a great, it was a great stepping stone for me in my career. You know, going back to the um, MLS draft, the Union take Andre Blake, uh, number one. Uh, you got to play with him in the combine. Uh, can you kind of talk about Andre? You know, uh, playing with him and then you know now being on the same team as him. You know, in the MLS. Yeah, I mean, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal goalkeeper. You know, I, I hear a lot of a lot of reports and I read a lot of articles from the draft that are, that have said you know he he is the best talent in the draft and I couldn't agree more with that. He is very he's a very good shot stopper. He's very athletic. He's very composed. He has good organizational skills. I mean, he he's just a great talent and to, and to play with him for that week, you know, that's what I talked about what makes it fun. He's one of the guys, you know, that I was playing with and so I played let's see uh 90, 60 and 60 so over 200 minutes with him. You know, so we got we formed a pretty good relationship, I'd say, and I think, and I think we're both going to be excited to see each other um, next week when preseason starts, and uh, it'll it'll be good just to see a familiar face, just to kind of ease the tension a little bit. Now, Ben, you had to prepare for you know Andre because you guys played him two years ago, uh, in the year before, in the year before. So, what what was that like? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think he's probably the best goalkeeper I've seen at the collegiate level. Um, you know, the only someone, Jeremy Clark actually made a very good comparison to, to Chris Seitz, you know, and obviously he's had a stellar career. It's a tough one. You do have to change the way you play. You can't, you can't do a lot of the things that you'll get away with, with other goalkeepers. And, and like Kevin said, he's just a dominant player and you don't really see dominance from the goalkeeper position like that. So, you know, we, unfortunately we couldn't <clears throat> get more by him. And I think we, we, we drew a little bit of bad luck there with some stuff, but there's no doubt about it. He was a phenomenal goalkeeper in college and he'll probably be even better in, in, in the MLS. Uh, a few more questions, Kevin, uh, going back to the combine, uh, during the interview days, who did you interview with? Uh, I sat down with real Salt Lake and Columbus crew. Uh, those are the only two, a couple other guys had some more interviews. Um, but you know, I, I've I've spoken to multiple multiple people, and it's kind of you know they told me don't worry about it. You know, I mean, a lot of those meetings are to get to know somebody, kind of feel get a feel for their character and their personality. And you know, I, I Damon gave me a call and he said, Kev, I, don't worry about it because all the teams already know what they're going to get if they draft you. You know, I mean, I just. I, I like to think of myself as a pretty good person, and I think I, I think Benny would be able to vouch for me. But you know, I, I just think that you know, being up for like the senior class award and things like that, and and doing multiple community services, that just shows my character. And you know, they didn't need to sit down with me, and that that's the way I look at it. Maybe it's because they didn't think I was good and didn't want to draft me. But you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to be a pessimist, and I'm not going to look at the, the negative side of things. You know, I'm going to I'm going to think what I think and and move on. You know, and and it's gotten me to Philly. You know, they they didn't interview me, but they drafted me, and they seem excited about it. I'm excited about it, and and like I said previously, it's a good fit. So, looking forward to next week. Uh, so, have you talked to Rashawn about you know what's it like as you know 
a first-year player in the MLS? Has he mentioned anything, or have you talked back and forth about it? Yeah, you know, Rashad's been great. He he's um, you know he he talked to me all throughout the season, just kind of giving me some encouragement, complimenting my play. And now you know we we've got to this process, and he's you know he like I said he you know he's been calling me, he's been texting me, and the same same goes for a couple other alumni too, like guys like Ryan McMahon. Um, you know he, he's called and texted and checked in and kind of just I don't know if they've they just they've just been very supportive and and they've said you know they've given me tips how to get through the grind how to how to prepare myself, how to, you know, be, be optimistic, how to, how to treat my body well. So I'm very grateful for those guys just taking their time to do that for me. You know, they, they're just fellow Spartans, part of the Spartan family that want to see another family member succeed. So, you know, hopefully I can talk to Rashawn a couple more times here um, before I head to Philly. And, you know, he's, gonna, he's preparing for, for Portland right now too. So we're kind of in the same boat. Um, you know, obviously he has a couple years of experience under his belt, and I'm going in as a rookie. But uh, at the end of the day, we're both going into a preseason in the MLS, so it, it's exciting for Michigan State soccer. Yeah. So, have you uh, gotten a place in Philly or outside Philly yet? Have you have you got all that taken care of? Uh, not yet. The you know I I'm gonna head head out to Philly next Friday, and then we basically leave right away for preseason. So I won't have to you know, and and then I. Well, during preseason, I have to earn a contract. You know, I, that we can't forget that part part of this this whole thing. I got to go there, earn everything I get, earn a contract, earn a roster spot, and then and then I'll worry about those details uh, once that comes. All right, Th- thanks, Kev. I appreciate the time you took uh, out of your day, a busy day, uh, and um, good luck, man. Uh, we'll be reading and watching, and uh, you know, if you come back, we'd like to have you on the show again. All right. Sounds great. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. See you, Kev. Yeah. During this, uh, Kevin had mentioned during, you know, the season and, you know, just, you know, in the past, you know, a couple of months, you know, that he's talked to you, uh, you guys have been in contact. What have you kind of told Kevin throughout this process? Uh, just to keep playing this game, you know, and, you know, if you just control what he can control. And, I mean, obviously he has a skill and, uh, the whereabouts to, to succeed and just to kind of keep doing his thing and he did and he was very successful towards the end of the year uh now, now you've played for four different teams and you've started 29 games in your career you know with kevin coming to the league and you know seeming like you know just in any just in any sport in general you know it's hard you know it just because you make it doesn't mean that you're going to have a long career and you're going to start every game what do you do to maintain, you know, your starting spot on an MLS team or even just to maintain your spot on the roster? Uh, you got to work hard every day. You got to bring it every day. Um, you got to make, because, you know, someone's always watching because it's a business, basically. And, you know, so you got to bring it every day, try to improve every day, learn something new every day. If you can do that, you know, you can hopefully have a, a long career. Now, back when you played at MSU, uh, wh- well, how was the process any, you know, maybe different um, with, you know, talking to scouts and, uh, you know, did you did you think at MSU that, you know, you had a shot to play in the MLS? Uh, you know, to be honest, I, it was always something I wanted to try and get to. Um, 
and I didn't really realize it was a possibility for around my senior year, you know, so just tried to work hard and uh, kind of got lucky. Someone saw me, obviously, if someone was at a game and liked what they saw, and I got a chance. Uh, you know, now, Ben, um, like, you know, uh, you know, you play with Rashawn. Uh, what was it like playing with someone that's now in the MLS? Yeah, I mean, I think more than anything, it was just fun. You know, you want to put yourself around the best players. Rashawn obviously has been in the league for multiple years now. And as I said earlier, the Major League Soccer is one of the best leagues in the entire world. Rashawn's been able to not only stay in the league, but really make an impact in the league. Therefore, he's a top player. And I think, you know, being roommates with him, you know, we played against each other growing up in high school at the end of our careers and there. And then, uh, you know, playing together for four years in college, it was just fun. It was special every day. You know, we were matched up against each other going at it, and I think it made us both both better. And hopefully, you know, there's a small part of me that helped him get there to his level where he's at in his state of his career. But like I said earlier, you know, Michigan State soccer prides itself on a family, and, you know, there's one of my, my best brothers right there. And, um, you know, we talked about intangibles. Rashawn's got just as good as intangibles as anyone in that league. You know, he's healthy eating he's very conscious about fitness all that stuff so you know like he said he brings it every day he's got tremendous work rate and i think that's that's helped him in 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 the major league soccer now Rashawn, playing at michigan state uh what you know what what did this program do to help you get ready for the mls uh it really helped me mature um i think i went from like a high school student that was kind of been always with your parents and being away from home and like Ben said, it was a family and helped me mature as a person, uh, you know, off the field first. And then that translated to on the field. And, you know, I think being a mature professional, that will really help you get far in anything, you know. So that that's definitely the main thing for me. Uh, now, uh, Damon was an assistant coach when you played here. Uh, we had talked to Damon, you know, a couple of days ago, and he said that you were just he just describes you as like a freak athlete, very athletic. Uh, and he said, you know, that was probably a grid uh, sign that you were going to play in the MLS. Um, can you talk about just that, that, that comment from Damon? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, uh, back when I played at MSU, I played on the right back for three years before I even moved into the center. So, you know, that was just up and down the wing. And, you know, you got to get around guys. You got to be able to defend guys you got to do it all, so got to be able to play both ways, and I think that's how I really kind of earned my spot in that team. And before, you know, going in after your senior year, you know, sitting and waiting to be drafted into the MLS, you know, what was that experience like? Uh, I was actually sitting at home with my dad. My dad had taken off work, and we had um, – we were following the draft first on the TV and then on the computer, and our and our internet actually went out, so I didn't even hear anything until people texted me. So it's kind of a crazy story, but yeah, it was very exciting, and you know, just waiting and waiting, and then finally hearing your name or seeing your name called. It's pretty nice. Uh, now, when you went into the MLS, you know, compared to now, how's the competition? Oh, I mean, it's always hard. It's, I mean, it's probably harder now because you got a, a lot of the young guys that are really growing up, and they've grown up in systems and academies that are coming through, and 
Um, you know, so they're, they're very good at a young age. So, But I'm sure it's, it's about the same, if not harder. Uh, I guess for both of you, uh, we'll start with Ben um, first uh, with this question. Has the academy program, has it really changed the shape of youth soccer? Yeah, I think obviously it's it's done a lot of wonders. You just look, uh, even today they announced two more homegrown signings. So, you know, from a Michigan State perspective, the youth academies are are awesome in the sense where you get to see all the best players or most of the best players playing in one area at one time. For the professional ranks, you you see these MLS have these youth academies, and they can kind of help uh, cultivate cultivate these young players, 14, 15 years old, up through their 18, 19 years old. And then even when they go to college, whether they go for one or five years, you know they still have that ability to draft them uh, and sign them to those homegrown contracts. You look, Harry Ship, who runner-up for player of the year, probably the best player we've played against the last two years, he just signed a contract with Chicago Fire, you know, he he may not get that chance if he he didn't have that with uh, the Chicago Fire Academy when he was growing up. Rashawn, yeah, I, I can agree completely. Um, I mean, you are seeing a lot more homegrown players being signed, and I mean, you notice them getting on the field too. So, I mean, obviously something's going on that's right there, and it's nice to see young kids get an opportunity. Now, Rashawn, with you and Kevin, you know you know, you in the MLS for, you know, so many years and, uh, you know, Kevin now coming into the MLS as a rookie, what does this say about this Michigan state soccer program? Yeah, I think that, that, you know, they're, they're able to produce and hold on to top players. And it's nice to see another, you know, another player come through and I definitely try to reach out and help out and do whatever I can. But I mean, it shows a lot for the university and the soccer program that they're doing the right thing. Uh, do you ever come back and train with the guys, or do you just come back? Uh, I haven't been able to train, but I was actually able to watch a practice this past season. And I usually I try to get back when I can, but I mean I feel like I've been moving further west, so it gets harder and harder every year. And Ben, uh, you know the ability of um, you know the connection that Damon has with the U.S. soccer. You know, Landon Donovan came in and didn't necessarily train with you guys, but he was there to speak to the guys. And having you know Rashawn, this you know the MSU soccer alumni, to come back and talk to the guys. How big is that for your program? Oh, it's unbelievable. I think obviously you know Coach Damon, he's as well connected as there is from a college coaching perspective. You know, there's a reason people are calling him, trying to get Landon Donovan on campus. You know. And just like Rashawn referenced, you know, he came to a training session over the uh, holiday break when we were still in the NCAA tournament. And just to see the look on guys' faces, you know, Ryan Keener and Kevin Cope, they're the starting center backs. They're sitting there. They're just like a sponge whenever they can talk to Rashawn, get the information. And I think it it just shows where Michigan State soccer's come from, you know, in the last probably 15 years. You know, we've had, I think it's 14 players either drafted or claimed um, by an MLS team, you know, Cope's the eighth draft pick. You look at Rashawn. I don't think many many teams in college soccer have players that with that longevity. You know, MLS is like I said, one of the top leagues in the world. So it speaks, you know, testament to what Damon's doing, and and then also to like the the individuals such as Kevin and Rashawn, and you know, Kevin reference Ryan McMahon. You got Greg Janicki still playing. So you've you've got a lot of top players coming through, and you know, I think when when guys like Rashawn get a chance to come back on campus, I think it just makes the current crop of players work even harder to get to that level. Rashawn, what, what's it take to be a defender in the MLS from physical ability to, you know, the mentality of the game? 
Yeah, um, I mean, you got to be smart because you got a lot of good, fast, quick guys, different guys that would like to play different styles, teams that play different styles. So you got to be able to adapt. And um, I think the MLS is a very physical league, so you got to be able to do that as a center back too. Um, you know. So yeah, if you can do a lot of that stuff, you should probably be all right. <laughs> uh, and I guess the competition you played against. You know, what's it like playing against? You know, a Thierry Henry. Or you know, you know, Michael Bradley and Jermaine Defoe coming into the league, or Clint Dempsey, or Landon Donovan, or even a David Beckham. What's it like playing against those guys? Yeah, well, those guys, you know, they're all world class players. So I mean, you playing against those guys, you can't switch off because it only takes a second for them to do something special. Um, but it, it's fun, you know. It, it's a challenge. They really challenge you mentally and physically. And it, it was the times I did play against them. It was a blast. All right. uh, I think we're good here. Uh, Rashawn, uh, thanks for calling in again. I uh, I appreciate you uh, taking your time out of your busy schedule. You know, you probably got training to do and, and whatnot for the uh, Timbers, but I appreciate you taking your time, and uh, I hope you have a good day, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. You too. Thank See you, Rash. Uh, Take care. Bye. This is Brooks Lamebeer. Thank you for listening to the Corner Kick podcast. I want to thank again Kevin Cope, Rashawn McKenzie, and Ben Pierman for joining us on the show. And uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, Stay tuned. Thank you.